back to Raccoon and the Bear. I'm Raccoon. And I'm the bear. Today we're going to be talking about work experiences. The work that we want to do, the work that we don't want to do, the work that we're excited for, and the work that we dread. A <laughs> little bit of everything in between. I have a few questions for us that we're going to work through. If you guys would like to leave your answer somewhere, we have a website coming soon. Coming soon to a web browser near you. Yeah. Please, as always, uh, follow if you enjoy and look forward for more content. Soon, when the website's up, you can be a commenter. You could leave notes, suggestions. And if you do follow us, please let us know what you think. Yeah. Oh, one thing I did want to say was thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode. Thank and, you. And all the lovely feedback you guys gave us. It was really, really nice. Just want to say to all our tens of viewers and listeners out there, thank you so much for everything. Your support, as always, means the world. And I hope you enjoy the, this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. First question is, what was your first job? Ooh, that's that's a good one. Um, my first job was in a store, in a hardware store. Mm -hmm. And it was very interesting because I got to do a lot of, how can I say, like one-on-one -on -one interaction with customers. And I realized that people in retail are the real unsung heroes because the fact that you go up and the people aren't just nice to you they do the thing properly and courteously and they are just amazing in general because they have to deal with so many people and even if they have a bad day they can't let that affect them they still have to do their job and just deal with everybody and all the people that are nothing exactly. short of horrible to them <laughs> exactly so it's just it's remarkable that when you're in a retail industry how upbeat you have to be and how that comes across mm. uh, so to round up the question my first job was in retail i was i worked at a hardware store and it was an experience yeah. And for you, what was what was your first job? My first job, I worked at a music store, like a CD shop. They also sold DVDs and stuff. Um, but I worked on the floor and I helped customers. And honestly, it was kind of awful. Um, people are not very nice when they're shopping. They have this attitude that you are just there to make their lives easier and you're not actually a human being. You're just a thing, an object that they can treat however they want. I was hit on several times by greasy old men. Ooh. I was yelled at for not being able to find a CD that was literally right behind them. I was harassed for not getting things done quickly enough. Yeah, it was um, it was one of those terrible experiences that you look back on and you're like super glad it's over. Not the funnest experience working yeah. in a CD shop. Retail, man. Did you at least get discounts? Yes. 
awesome for all those avril lavigne songs uh, ha ha very funny check it. it's just it's taylor swift yeah it is next um, question so what's your productivity hack like your favorite hack to get things done oh well i suffer from add mm-hmm. so getting my focus on is really a challenge i've got to set a mood mm-hmm. so i often i often use music uh, music with no vocals in order to get my head in the space of working if i use a certain set of songs repeatedly in a playlist my brain then auto functions into working Mm -hmm. so if i've got a playlist that's my get work done playlist i'm more likely to get it done the more i hear it when i work than switching to other songs and other genres it's like you trick your brain into thinking like this is work mode now exactly it's all about tricking that meat muscle (laughs) you call a mind into getting getting stuff done so what's your favorite genre of music because mine and this is my favorite productivity hack is lo-fi yeah yep lo-fi is one of the most calming electronic music because it's very synthetic sometimes sometimes it's acoustic it's like hip hop but chill hip hop chill pop chill pop our friend that lives in vietnam what's up miss you buddy um he introduced us to lo-fi a few years ago and ever since then i've been completely addicted and it's my go-to work chill music there is pretty much a lo-fi remix of most songs out there my favorite is um you got a fast car oh yeah the lo-fi version of that is really nice and especially if you just like loop the intro for a bit it's just oh yeah very calming soothing sounds to beats you know by yeah who sings that originally tracy tracy chapman yeah yes yes beautiful my favorite kind of lo-fi is japanese lo-fi it is epic go search for it it is so worth it uh, it's lo-fi l-o is it dash l-o dash f-i yeah lo-fi yeah but some people just say l-o-f-i so i mean you know find your thing find your thing whatever works works for you yeah so what is a professional skill that you're currently working on Ooh, oh that's that stuff i'm trying to carry myself more professionally so i'm trying to get my writing to seem more Mm professional-esque if that's a word professional-esque and i'm trying i'm trying to round out my online persona Mm -hmm. to make it seem so i guess um what i'm what i'm trying what's the question again what professional skill are you working on okay yeah so i'm working on my writing and to be Your more simplified. Yeah, my pr- uh, I'm working on my writing to be more pro- professional. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on my CV and my online ap- like appearance to see more professional. So those are the two things I'm most working on okay. at the moment. And, and yourself? Well, I'm always trying to improve my writing constantly. But my current thing is to not feel so affected and so influenced by everything that I work on. I don't know if that's necessarily a professional skill, but every time I 
work on an article about social media, I become an expert, um, which is not necessarily true. It's, it's like a jack of all trades. Yeah, so I like to keep my skills distinctive and to not get sucked in too much to the one topic, but that's very difficult. Mm. Mm, yes, quite. <laughs> so shall we move on? Well, one one more question on top of the question. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that there is progress in what you're trying to professionalize? That's a crazy question, but I like it. Um, yes, I feel like I'm making progress, but it's slow progress. I feel like mm. perfecting a skill is one of the most difficult things you can do because you're never perfect. You're always learning something. I like that. Yes, acceptable. I will allow it. (laughs) Well, my next next question is, what's the worst job you've ever had? Ooh. Ooh. See, I've, I've had a lot of jobs, so it's difficult to boil it down to one experience but i must say there was a time where i wrote for a content factory now basically for those who don't know what that is it's just they get a bunch of people who can do content whether that's uh, visual writing video they get as many people as they can and they try to push out as much content as possible Mm. and the difficulty with that is that I thrive with creativity and with as little boundaries as possible. Mm. I thrive. But unfortunately, with this place, they had a very strict style guide. and Like 50 plus pages of style guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's very difficult for just to write one article, let alone two articles every day for a month especially for your beautiful add brain it can be difficult yeah. to be that remembering confined. remembering everything was tough at the end and i must say towards the end my individuality mattered less than the content that i was putting out and i feel yeah. like i wasn't doing my best towards the end yeah so for some people, you know, it works. It's like an office job. You go in, you do the thing, and then you get out. But for me, I found it really difficult to apply myself mm. every time. And it was really tough towards the end. Yeah. So I'm going to say working for that was probably one of my least favorite experiences. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That and sounds awful, honestly. <laughs> and for you, what what do you feel was one of your worst work experiences? That's difficult, honestly, because I've been very lucky when it comes to work. I've never really hated a job. But when I was finishing up at the music store, I was pretty much, I was finished. Because I have a lot of back issues and stuff, which makes it very difficult for me to be on my feet all day. Which is pretty much retail, is being tough on your body all day long. So, um... In the end there, I was starting to have some serious issues with my feet and my back. And that was eventually the thing that made me leave that job. So it wasn't necessarily the job's fault. It was more I couldn't take it. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's it's funny when you do something as a job and you realize how much it affects you personally as mm. an individual. Because like job, a job is defined as sort of like a work thing devoid of personality. Yeah, it does feel a bit like that. Like when when's the last time in an interview or on in a job application they looked for spunky and upbeat? You know, it's yeah. it's very professional and binary yeah and there's not a lot of room for interpretation sometimes but it's individuality individuality yes and it's incredible how much it affects an individual at the end of the day because all you are dealing with people so it's just it's interesting to realize that some people go into a job thinking it's not going to affect them and then it does exactly that yeah i Instead of just being a part of your life, it can become your life. And that's not ideal, which is why my skill that I'm working on is separating myself from my job. Especially if little Timmy wants to be a baseball player and now he's an accountant. Poor little Timmy. Poor little Tim Tim. So, to write a <laughs> <laughs> so this is um, one question that I've been looking forward to answering. Um our craziest work experience together. Ooh. This is um, an interesting little story. Why didn't you go first? Okay. So we worked at this event management company. Um, they were handling a competition where a lot of kids were performing. And, of course, their parents were all there buying photographs and videos and tickets and all that stuff. So... Once again, it was a semi-retail situation. Um, Dealing with unhappy parents while they have tired children waiting to go nap-nap. It can be insane. I was going to say exhilarating. (laughs) Exhilarating. Um, So in the beginning, I was hired for this company as a photographer, which was very, very difficult on me physically again i feel like that's my biggest issue with jobs is the impact that it takes on me physically um to get some clarification the the job was to take action shots now i don't know if you want to go into what that is necessarily and why that's so difficult well basically you can't put the camera down for a second and because it was taking place on a stage i was quite far away which means i had this very very big lens on my camera which is extremely heavy. Um, I'm pretty sure I have permanent damage to my thumbs from the way that I balanced the camera so that my arm didn't go dead. Um, I couldn't feel my fingers for several weeks after finishing the project. Um, Yeah, how was it for you? Like, what kind of experiences did you have? Yeah, like you said, dealing with parents wanting some sort of visual representation of the day because it was very exciting for them. Like you said, it was a competition. So pressure was high and everyone was kind of like, give me my photos. I want to use this. The photo's not working. Baby velociraptors. Baby velociraptors and their mama velociraptors. (laughs) And it's, it's insane how fast logic goes out the window sometimes yeah that's for sure and earlier you were saying how how people aren't treated as people they're treated as things Mm. like it is it is crazy i must say um there was oh there was this story 
um, about one of the, the judges. And apparently he'd been doing this very long time. Yeah. And it didn't seem like anything got him. And he came in one day and he was like, somebody keyed my car. Yeah. And we were like, but how? Why? Why would someone? And he was like, the, the moms get upset. And like somebody just takes their key and just runs it right past my car. He seemed so cavalier about the whole thing. It was bizarre. Do you think you get insurance for that? Insurance against crazy mommies. I don't know. The Karens of the world. Oh. Um, and yeah, like, can you imagine just doing your job and somebody keys your car for it? Like, yeah. I must say, as hectic as it was just being there, I can't imagine what it must have been being a judge because there were like thousands of kids coming in and out daily. It, it was absolute chaos. Oh. And just a friendly advice to anyone listening if you are at a venue and it is two o'clock at night and they are paying you cash out of a lock box, maybe rethink your future. <laughs> yeah, rethink how long you're going to work for this company because I promise you this is probably not the best place for you to be. Yeah, it, it was a great pickup place to, to get started with working. But for the long term... I, I didn't see I didn't see a future there, did you? I honestly think it would have killed us if we stayed there for too long because for for like three or four weeks in a row, we didn't really sleep. Yeah. We we would do our work, then everyone would leave, the competition would be over for the day, and then we would have to empty out the entire building because it was in a church. So we would have to clean out all the mm. seats and stuff, put it back exactly the way we found it. And then the next day, do it all again. Unpack everything, do if, all the work again. If you have to leave at 2 o'clock at night and then be back there at 8 o'clock, that's only like how many hours of sleep? My love, it was 6. We left at 2 o'clock in the morning and then we had to be up by 6 a.m. to go back. Yeah. That's four hours. This is a friendly health reminder that sleep is important <laughs> and you need it. Sleep is your friend. Not your foe. Yeah, guys, naps are good. What's that thing from Finding Nemo? Fish are friends, not food. Naps are friend, not food. What? <laughs> naps are friends, not foe. Yes. Um. That was a crazy three weeks. Honestly, it was. It didn't. It felt like one long week. It felt of like one long day, just like chaos. Yeah, and the little food tickets that we got. It was, it was insane. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously they provided food, but um, they just gave us these little meal tickets. And then we had to go stand in the line with hundreds of people, then get the food, eat it, and make it back into the theater for work to get started again before yeah. everybody else was seated. Because you had to be in there before everybody else because you didn't want to be tripping over everyone. Looking professional is much more important than being professional. <laughs> you can dupe anyone. Exactly. Let's let's move on to the next question, All right, shall okay. we? Okay, so... We've got more of these. What is your motivation for working? Lo-fi and money, I've got to say. No, why do you work? Why do Obviously, lo-fi is like so I can listen to <laughs> so I can listen to music. 
Um, why do I work? Why do I work? Mostly because of the pressure to work. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's the one easy answer. I'm going to say the other answer is because I get to put myself out there every day. And I feel like to some degree I'm building a portfolio of who I am as a writer. Definitely. And I enjoy that quite a lot. Being out there, being going like that's that's my work. I wrote there. I did that. It was very fun. I ran this column X, Y, and Z. Oh yeah. Um, you know, even even though people edit your work, and sometimes they edit it to the point where it's unrecognizable. Yeah, that's you, the worst for me. <laughs> you still created something that people want. Yeah. And at the end of the day, no one can take that away from you. And I think that's one of the reasons why I work the way I work. That's true. And for you? Um, well, obviously money is one of the biggest motivators, especially living as a person in 2021, trying to just survive and make it. Yeah, money is everything, man. Unfortunately, money is everything. So it's important to get things done so that you can do the things you want to do long term. So my biggest motivation is our long term goals that we have to create Racking Bear Productions. That's that's my biggest drive. Is to create something for yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't want to work for other people for the rest of my life. I'd like to work for myself. Yeah, that's, that's the ultimate goal, essentially. Mm. I want to create a space where people can be creative and make things that they love and feel safe and protected by me and by you and be in a space that they can just be themselves but still mm. make content because content is everything <laughs> yeah hmm yeah well i have one more question for you interesting interesting please do let what is your favorite thing about your current job well it, it always boils back to writing for me. I don't know why. Um, You're a writer deep down in I have your soul. A, I'm a writer in my bones. I've I've got to say one of my favorite things is I'm currently in training for this new company. So I'm going to say the thing I'm looking most forward to is writing about stuff that is passionate to me. Mm. So writing about things that stir emotion, um, writing about things that connects us all, the unseen connections underneath, oh, yeah. un untold connections. Um, also, again, being creative. Yeah. Is like, is like the best. It's the ultimate goal for us, I believe, is being able to just express ourselves. Yeah, being able to express yourself is amazing. I think more people should find ways to not just express themselves in their jobs, but in their personal life as well. Because yeah. that's what it's all about. What do you do when you go home at the end of the day after a hard day of work and you've got all these feelings? Are you going to just let them out through a song and dance <laughs> you're gonna treat your little plants your little house plants you're gonna give your kid a kiss on the forehead yeah like i feel like work is the stuff you do in between really living your life it's yeah. the stuff that makes living your life a bit easier yeah yeah i've got to say 
And for you, what's... What do I love most about my job? Yeah. Learning new things oh, yeah. is amazing for me because I knew nothing about real estate and boating before I started. I I thought that I had all the skills I needed to be a great writer and I learned very quickly how wrong I was and wow. how much I still have to learn. And the fact that I can learn new things every day and the fact that I can build on my writing skill and become better and better every day. It's it's super important to me and it's a big part of why I do what I do so mm. that I can improve myself. Yeah. Isn't it just at the end of the day, you trying to do you so you can be more you? <laughs> Pretty much. Right? Ah, man. I just want to say to all the people out there listening, thank you so much for taking the time mm. to hear us out. And again, we are so thankful for all the support and all the suggestions, yeah. all the ideas that you guys have and all the love that you have for us. So basically next week, we're thinking about trying a bit of a review. Yes. Just chatting about a game or a TV show or a movie or a series or something like that. Some form of pulp culture media. It sounded like you said pulp culture. Pulp. Pop like culture. Pop. Pop. Pop culture. Popcorn culture. Popcorn culture. <laughs> well, that's for movies. I guess that's what we can call it. Exactly. Um, so um, if you guys have any suggestions for what we should cover... Please let us know. Um, I will be linking the website once it's up. I'll be linking the website in our description. And if you guys want to check us out on social media, we are there. So if you guys want to leave us some messages telling us what you think we should be doing, we are open to suggestions. And as always, we thank you for your time again and we are raccoon and the bear i'm raccoon and i'm the bear thank you for listening bye bye, bye.